It's time for Dodger baseball. The sports department at WFUV and the history behind it are a story largely untold. That is, until now. The voices that have shaped the student-run station for the last seven decades dive into their time at Rose Hill. This is the Off the Air Podcast, the legacy of WFUV Sports. What's going on, everybody? I am Andrew Posadas, pleased to be joined alongside Alexander Walls. This is off the air our 20th episode and alex this week we kind of get a different perspective usually we get wfuv alums who have spent a lot of their time on the air this week we'll talk with michael nastry who is an associate producer associate director at cbs sports network someone who really has more of an expertise on the production side alex which i think you will find very interesting Absolutely. Good to be with you, Andrew. I appreciate the Alexander, too. Get a nice formal formal attire for this episode, so I appreciate <laughs> that. But no, it's really great. Uh, I believe I met Mike once. I'm actually thinking back to it. He was at Fordham once for a game in the CBS sports truck, and we got to go out and talk to him a little bit. It was fantastic meeting him, and now get to talk to him here on Off the Air. And like you said, Andrew, we've been doing a lot of the video stuff, and I've been handling production a little bit these last few months, and it's been a really interesting time. And so excited to hear what he has to say about that aspect of the sports broadcasting world that we don't highlight all too often enough, but get the chance to do it here on this podcast. I mean, it's my pleasure to call you by your full name, but now I'm going to say Alex. Yeah, you got it out of the transition- way now. Yeah, got it out the way. But Alex, I think another thing that I like about talking to our alums are that they've all had experiences with former sports director Bob Ahrens. And obviously Mike was able to work with Bob on the production side. And it's always good to hear these stories because Bob Ahrens is He's such this, he's a dynamic figure, somebody who's very eccentric. And it's great to hear these stories of Bob and how he was able to mold these alums here at FUV. Yeah, it's so interesting to hear about not really being at the station while he was on charge of it and kind of hearing these stories afterward, after the fact from a lot of these alumni, just things you really can't even comprehend because of how amazing they are. And they always work at the end of the day. It always helps the the end end goal and the end product of getting a good broadcast done. And I think in that sense, it's so fascinating to hear about. And I'm sure Mike is going to have, you know, from that, end of the decade, that time period, going to have some really great stories with Bob as well. Yeah, and something else to look forward to. I know we both were talking about it beforehand. He was one of the hosts when WFUV had a television station, EIC-TV, and we're going to get more into that with Mike about it, but some interesting things to see that, that FUV not only was doing it you know, in a radio sense, but also some television aspects that I think, Alex, would serve us well now and for those of us going into the future. Yeah, it's interesting. I've heard about that dungeon of the TV studio that exists at the library. We don't get to use it anymore, but hearing about kind of a separate, it's a bit separate from FUV, not necessarily the same, you know, FUV working with the radio, with the TV station, but him getting that experience and now obviously working with TV at CBS Sports Network, there's a really clear connection there. And I think getting that experience must have helped in such a really, really major way. And I'm excited to hear about that side of it that really a lot of FUV alumni haven't talked about so far. And it's a bit fresh and new. And I have some experience with TV studio high school, so I'm interested to hear what he's got to say about that. Uh, A lot to talk with Michael, a lot and more. But for now, let's hear a little bit more about Michael. This week on Off the Air, Michael Nastry. A 2009 Fordham graduate, Michael served as a producer, beat reporter, and basketball and soccer analyst while also hosting WFUV's One-on-One. After graduating, 
Nastri joined MSG Varsity, and USOpen.org as an associate producer. In 2010, Michael became a video coordinator and writer at Soccer by Ives before transitioning to CBS Sports in 2013. Currently, Nastri is in his eighth year at CBS as an associate producer, where he has directed college basketball, football, hockey, and lacrosse. Here's the Off the Air podcast with Michael Nastri. Mike, welcome into Off the Air. Hey guys, glad to be here. Really happy to, to be joining you and, and excited uh, to speak with you guys. So Mike, let's just get started with you growing up. When did you first get that bug or that inclination that you wanted to do something in the sports media industry growing up? You know, so um, I had the fortune of my dad being in the industry. He was an audio engineer uh, for sports and entertainment. Um, so, you know, when you, you take your son to work day would, would be a little different than going to an office like, uh, like most people uh, growing up. Um, and I definitely was, had, the, had the opportunity to be in the, you know, in the trucks, in the production rooms, um, and in the control rooms, and getting an idea of what it was like to be in a live TV atmosphere. Um, and actually, heading into Fordham, I wasn't quite sure that that's what I wanted to do. But then being at FUV and the love and passion that I have for sports and then the love and, and passion that I, I found with radio and TV production while at Fordham, um, it, was a, it was an easy career choice for me uh, leave, leaving Fordham in 2009. So you talk about having that interest in production from being really young. You get your first days at Fordham. When you first come into FUV, first come into the station, what were those first days like for you? Um, I mean, it's definitely a strange experience because it's not like it's a bunch of uh, students, you know, obviously the, the station as a whole is, uh, is a full-time or mostly full-time music station. And at the time when we were there, there was a small sports department and a small news department. And uh, then the Kale and the Gale guys, which actually was my freshman roommate, was the host for junior and senior year. And that was kind of the extent of the student participation at the station. And, uh, you know, you just didn't, you know, you walk in and, and you meet Bob for the first time in the back office and, um, it was definitely an, an interesting experience, but you immediately felt welcome. Everybody at the station is um, in, in incredibly friendly and helpful and wanted to see the students that were working at the station succeed. Um, you know, with that, on that softer note, I, you know, heard about um, the passing of Rita Houston today and, and mm -hmm. it was unfortunate. Like she was one of the people that just had such an infectious energy in the office. And, you know, the few times that our paths crossed um, at the station were, were memories that I'll, I'll never forget just because of uh, what a wonderful, um, expressive individualist that she was. And, um, you know, the station and the music community is gonna be sorely missing her. Yeah, our condolences go out to Rita's family and her friends. It's definitely a tragic news hearing that uh, out of FUV. But Mike, you also mentioned another name, Bob, uh, and that is uh, short for Bob Aarons. Can you just talk to us about your first interaction with Bob and how he really helped you get acclimated into the sports department at FUV? 
Yeah, um, Bob was very interested that uh, my dad had a technical background. Um, so that was definitely the first introduction that Bob and I had. Um, but, uh, you know, leaning back in his office chair as I sat in the opposite in, in the tiny cluttered office in the, in the back of, uh, of FUV um, <laughs> was, uh, was very interesting. And, you know, the thing that Bob has continued to instill in me and the rest of my, you know, classmates that were at FUV is just the the never ending battle to get things as perfect as possible. And, you know, I think he would sit there and, and even from training when we were learning how to cut highlights for football games or do the newscasts early on and, and just be shadowing whoever was doing them and doing practice newscasts on the side. Um, he, you felt like it was good when, when you left the booth and that he would come in and critique a little bit more and critique a little bit more. And that's what the world's like. You're going to have bosses in production or any facet that you go into that, you know, production such a subjective and um, opinionated industry that you're always going to have people that see something different and being able to take that constructive criticism and make your piece better or your performance better is something that has helped me so much in my career now. Um, and it's something that Bob kind of kept with at the, you know, with my foundation at, at Fordham and FUV. So we've heard a lot of those similar stories about people that think they're the best play-by-play -play broadcaster and Bob kind of gives them that wake up call when they're doing a demo. What was one of those moments like for you, maybe on the production side, something that you might've been doing that maybe Bob stepped in and said, Hey, this is a better way to do it. And you kind of learned from that specific experience maybe. Um, you know, there's, there was probably quite a lot and, uh, <laughs> Bob and I always had a great relationship, but it would be, a, uh, definitely a little bit back and forth, uh, where I wasn't afraid to bite back a little bit at Bob if, if he was driving us crazy at 1130, um, on one fade out for a, a piece that we were working on. <laughs> um, but, uh, Dan Obermuller, who's also working at CBS sports right now, um, as a broadcast associate, um, and I were covering the. Uh, MLB Fan Fest, which was um, during All-Star Weekend in 2008 when it was at Yankee Stadium. And, uh, you know, the two, so it was the four baseball beat reporters and uh, Lou Baricelli and I believe it was Bobby Coyle, but I'm not positive, at the time were um, covering what was going on at the park. But at the same time at the Javits Center, there were all Hall of Fame uh, or Hall of Fame caliber players that were doing different book signings or memorabilia signings at the Javits Center uh, for FanFest. And Dan and I ended up putting together a piece on, uh, on the FanFest, doing all the interviews with, with, with ex-players and, and uh, you know, really legends of the game. And he, I, I remember we were there until one o'clock in the morning one night uh, before we needed to finish. And it was just a never ending battle of, of back and forths over which bite should go where and this VO didn't sound great and we should really have him do this again. And, you know, again, we fought with him at the time, but then looking back on it, he was right. And the piece ended up, I believe, winning, uh, winning a New York State Broadcasters, uh, I think, second place award for the piece. So it obviously came out really well in the end. And that was because Bob continued to push us. This can be better. This can be better. This can be better. Yeah, I mean, everyone always says Bob knows best at the end of the day from alums that we've heard while Bob Aarons was here at FUV. 
But Mike, for yourself personally, do you remember the point where you decided that you wanted to go into production more so than be on air? I mean, that really, I think, happened after college. You know, I, I did a little bit of both while I was at, at FUV. And I think it's really important to be able to get both sides because being an on-air talent at FUV at times, whether it was doing color for uh, basketball or soccer uh, or being one of the hosts for one-on-one -on -one and having the producer talk to you um, then and knowing, okay, well, that wasn't a great time to be talking to me because I'm not as smooth on air as maybe like a Ryan Rucco or a Justin Shackle um, that can kind of just roll with the punches. And it helped me kind of get into that mold, knowing what on-air talent needs, and it helped me become a better producer later on. So having that experience set me up for, again, success down the road. Uh, after college, at senior year, I actually did put some demo reels together, and it was the only job bites were coming from, you know, Fargo, North Dakota, or, uh, you know, something like that, where I would even get a response from people. And it, it, it dawned on me that I would have to be leaving really like uh, my circle of friends and family in the New York area to, to continue down that path. And I think at the time I saw that I had some potential with some of the pieces that I worked on at FUV to be able to do some longer form features and um, production in that sense. And it got me going in a production, you know, production field. My senior year at Fordham, I worked at the station and, and did some on-air stuff, but a majority of my time was spent as a production assistant at MSG while I was still in school. Um, and that got me started on a path there, uh, working for their high school sports network, uh, MSG Varsity, when it first launched for a couple of years before then coming to CBS Sports um, and CBS Sports Network in, tw in 2011. And I've been there ever since. An interesting point that you brought up there was about the importance of being in New York. You talked about how you didn't want to take a job that would bring you to a kind of a different place. Why, why has that been so important to you? kind of working with MSG as one example now with CBS Sports Network and kind of being at Fordham as a student, but now also, you know, working with CBS, why has it been so important to stay here in, in New York? I mean, I think for me, it was just being around friends and family and, and not wanting to miss those opportunities. You know, I, we had a lot of on-air talent that had varying degrees of success come and visit us from their experience at FUV. And for me, I just... I didn't want to get stuck in a place that I was going to maybe be unhappy being for a while. And not to say, and to be honest with you, I've been to Fargo, North Dakota a few times now covering college hockey. Yeah. Uh, and it's a wonderful town. It's a great place. So like, you know, at the time, maybe it was a little immaturity or, you know, for lack of a better term, FOMO, you know, fear of missing out with family <laughs> yeah. and friends, but um I'm very happy with the decision that I made to stick with production. I think it was uh, a field that I was going to excel more in than being on air. And Mike, you mentioned the professional atmosphere that FUV has at Fordham, uh, as opposed to other, you know, uh, prominent college radio stations. How do you think working in that environment helped you transition to working for a big company like MSG and then moving up? to CBS Sports Network. How do you think FUV played a part in you kind of making a smooth transition going out into the career field? I mean, when I was in college, if you went, if you said that you were working at FUV, it gave you immediate credibility with everyone, whether it was the major league teams in the area from the, you know, the five major sports leagues in, in New York, six major sports leagues that, that, that we had in New York or if it was the production networks that were that were in the area or even on a national scale, you know, 
Um, at that time, we had guys that were, or gals that were interning at, yes, SNY, CBS, ESPN, um, and then all of the major sports teams in the area. And being able to go and cover them, you know, I was the Rangers beat reporter for three years. I was the Red Bulls beat reporter for two years. Then the Mets uh, during the summer of my junior year into the uh, fall of my senior year. Um, having those experiences and making contacts at those games and being a familiar face to people, then when you then start your career in the field, whether it's on air or production, you're, you're someone that's familiar. People know that you're respectful. People know that you are doing your homework and you're hardworking and you're not going to be someone that's immature in the situation. And I think that was a huge help and a huge credibility boost, you know, leaving the university uh, and into any job perspective that I had, uh, you know, at that time. And, and obviously it was a tough job market graduating in that window, you know, between the, with, with the guys that I was with from 08 to 10 or 11, um, similar to how it could be right now. So, but that gave me a leg up and gave me the work ethic and the background and the tools to succeed moving forward. And I hit the ground running and, and really haven't stopped since. So you've mentioned it kind of throughout some of those names and people that you were with at FEV. You said Ryan Rucco, Justin Shacklin, some other people. So who were some of those maybe significant people that you kind of remember being with, going on road trips with, that you still stay in touch with today? Uh, so, I mean, a group of us from that kind of two-year um, window still go out to dinner with Bob every year around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, I was roommates with Lou Baricelli for two years, um, who's a PR um, super PR person for MLB network. Now um, it was really close with Lou. Um, you know, remember just the camaraderie of that group was great. We would hang out together on weekends. We would hang out and grab dinners when we were together on the road. Um, you know, Ryan was a year older than I was along with his roommate, Bobby, um, who graduated a little early. So they graduated at the same time. And then a year younger was Brian Clark. Uh, Justin Shackle was, was with my year. Um, so it was just a great group of guys, guys that all were talented and, and creative in their own ways. And now have all really left a mark on the, on the sports industry, either local or um, on a more national scale. So just following up on that, Mike, is there any broadcast that you've done, any uh, game that you've reported on, uh, whatever the case, any one-on-one interview or, or show does is there any highlights in your time at FPV that you kind of think stands out more? I mean, there's a lot of highlights that I, I can remember. You know, the, the first was, you know, the, when I, I joined the station as a sophomore, um, I actually started out as a Tulane student that um, moved in during Hurricane Katrina and then uh, ended up at Fordham, which was a school that I really wanted to go to, but just didn't get as much scholarship money to go there as I did to, as I did to Fordham, um, ended up going to Fordham for the semester. And I loved it so much. I stayed. And then after I kind of had felt settled at Fordham, that's when I got involved with the station. And I remember the first year I was doing a woman's broadcast uh, as the producer on, um, and then I was, uh, one of the hosts for the Kathy Andrews show, who was the coach, uh, the coach at the time. Um, and that started getting me thinking about what other sports we could be doing on the internet because those at the time were only on WFUV.org. Um, and I'm, I've been a soccer fan since I was five years old. Uh, I started playing, still play at a very 
recreational level now, but um, I found another guy with Brian Clark that was a huge soccer fan. And we went to the head coach of the Fordham, uh, the Fordham team at the time, Jim McKeldry and with Bob and pitch, Hey, can we do some of these games, at least home games on WFUV.org? Um, you know, soccer is not something that's on the radio a ton. Um, and it took us a while. We did almost a month of the season at uh, home games, kind of prepping, practicing, and I remember the first time that we did a game, we actually went to Columbia, um, which was a Fordham away game. I think it was like a mini tournament. Um, and we did one or two games from the press box at the, at the um, Columbia football field. And just seeing something that you created with someone else. And then it was rough. I can guarantee you it was a rough broadcast. I was the analyst and I was far from a finished product. And Brian was just starting his play-by-play duties. Um, and we were doing a sport that we didn't have a lot of training in covering other than knowing the sport. Um, but it was a great experience. And, you know, I think it kind of opened up other people, um, in the station trying to broadcast sports that they were really interested in covering, um, throughout the years, you know, we would always do a little softball or a little baseball, but I think it opened up to, you know, I think at one time there was some water polo, um, some volleyball, um, you know, FUV.org radio broadcast that, that went out. And I think it just opened up a lot of uh, ideas to people that were working at the station that were a little younger than us to how we can utilize the internet to continue the WFUV sports brand. And then the second is probably the thing that I'm most proud of at FUV was uh, the two-part interview I did with Faye Vincent, um, the former commissioner of baseball, uh, it was an hour and a half interview that Faye and I did from Bob's office, actually, because it was the only tie line that was available when Faye can do it. Um, and Bob was sitting there. I'd mute myself and he would, you know, Michael, ask him something, ask him this. And that's not the way follow up with this, Michael. And, you know, it, of course it made the interview better, like everything, as I alluded to earlier with Bob, but um you know, that interview was something that I'll never forget. Um, we went, we covered topics that I never thought that a college student can get out of someone like the former commissioner of baseball. You know, we talked a long time about the steroid era, which was one of the most important stories. My junior and senior year with the Mitchell report coming out. Um, I was actually at the Mitchell report release. I have somewhere one of the original Mitchell reports um, in, in my, uh, in my baseball card memorabilia, I think. Um, and it was just electric being at one of the biggest sporting stories and at the center of it. And then talking to someone that had such an innate knowledge to how it worked and what they should have done and what they didn't do. You know, he expressed a lot of regret to how he should have pushed the envelope with Bud a little bit and Bud Selig a little bit more at the beginning of the steroid era in baseball. And it was uh, one of the most memorable moments of my career still to this day. Um, and it happened during my senior year at FUV. That's fantastic. And I want to say too, on the soccer note, I know Andrew and I are both soccer fans ourselves. So we, we can't thank you enough for getting that started at FUV. Yes. It's sticking, sticking with that today. So that definitely appreciate that. And um, one of the other things you talk about doing some different things at the station and kind of going through that a kind of a transitional time and starting a new sports. Another thing that was new and Andrew and I were talking about this beforehand was the TV station that they had at Fordham at the time. Now this is not around anymore. It's something that we haven't been exposed to, but you did work at it. And now obviously spending time in TV with CBS, 
I'm curious what that kind of was like for you, obviously outside of the radio experience and how that may have helped you in any particular way. Yeah, I, um, it was a very, very old SD control <laughs> room um, that had technologies that I think um, uh, walking into the production offices at MSG, they were like, wow, that's what you guys are using in your uh, college university. But it was, you know, it was meant for the library to, to do talks and whatnot. So it was very basic. Um, again, at that time, I don't think that the, the TV network and the radio station had a great relationship, or I shouldn't say that, I should say didn't have a, a relationship that was really working together a lot. Um, and I was interested in doing more long form sports talk, um, highlighting Fordham University students, you know, so we would do kind of like a New York sports segment. And then the second segment, we would do a long form interview with a great athlete that was at Fordham, but maybe not a basketball player or a football player. You know, we had all regional players in track and field and um, volleyball and soccer. And I thought that was a cool way to get involved. My, one of our other roommates with Lou um, was a guy by the name uh, Gary Van Genderen, who was his work study program was working at the studio. So he got to know um, the person that ran the studio and gained his trust. And we pitched the idea to him and we started the, started the show, the sports word. And we had some of the FUV guys come in and we would both host together. Um, but it was, it was, it was an interesting opportunity um, because again, it made you think a little differently to how the production was to go. You weren't just worried about sound. You were worried about, lighting and you were worried about okay we need to b-roll this interview because you don't want to just look at the three of us for 10 minutes so it was it it, it made you open your eyes to how much else there is in production um past just audio at times and and really helped you understand the visual concept the thing that i've been a little disappointed for some of you guys is and i know that you're really starting and and really going down this route because it's important is to bring in a video concept into FUV as much as possible, like you guys are doing here. I think today more than ever, everything is a mold of all kinds of media and media in one. It's pictures, it's in photos, it's audio, it's production, video production. And blending those in and being good and multifaceted and having experience in all of those is only going to broaden your horizons when you get out of college um, and teach you and give you the tools to succeed across the board. You know, a lot of universities, I think to a certain degree, have caught up a little bit to Fordham on the video front um, and the training that they'll never get is what we're getting at the radio station. And if you're able to bridge those two gaps together, you're going to, you know, Fordham's going to continue to be that unstoppable media um, landscape and producing talent both in on-air and production uh, across a, a number of different mediums. Mike, the current pandemic has really drastically changed how sports networks are going about their broadcast. We're seeing a lot of things done remotely. Uh, you know, announcers are at home, you know, in their basements doing games, calling it off of a monitor. For yourself as a, as a producer and a director, what has been some of the more, what has been some of the biggest transitions, some of the biggest challenges that you have faced this year, but with the pandemic really starting back in March? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's affected production in a really profound way that um, it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, 
what we do moving forward. You know, a lot, I was traveling a lot on um, for games in the past, you know, going out, whether I was the AD on the game, which is associate director, that was, I was doing the edit for the game, whether I was cutting a big tease for certain games um, or, you know, rolling the commercials, you know, working with tape on tape packages to directing, which is, you know, calling the camera shots and, and the overall aesthetic look of the, of the broadcast. Um, I was always kind of out on the road, traveling a lot. Obviously travel has slowed down and, um, you know, I've been very thankful to work for a company that's taken our safety and put it, you know, in the forefront and, you know, take has taken social distancing and testing and all of that stuff is, um, very, very important, um, to people that are starting families and makes you feel like the, it's a, it's a corporation that really cares about you. Um, you know, the lack of travel has really been the biggest thing for me. Um, we've been doing some games out of control rooms, um, that are a little different than how we would normally do a game, but we've all adjusted well. And I think the, the name of the game is being as flexible as possible. And I think, you know, you have to be flexible in an ever-changing world. And it's something that, again, being at FUV kind of taught me with all the different things that I had my hands in when I was at the station to be able to manage and juggle a lot of things at once, but also be able to, to know that things aren't always going to go your way and, and to roll with the punches and be flexible. And that flexibility and adaptability is, 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 is something that is a, is an incredible skill to have in any business that you go in moving forward. And, and something that you mentioned too, was a little bit about what the future might look like. And I think that's something that we're all kind of interested in now as productions kind of gone remote broadcasting and doing things like you said, from home or, or in control rooms that look a little different. What do you, in these past few months, what have you kind of taken away that you think might stick with that kind of future of, of sports from a production uh, standpoint? Um, I don't, I you know, the, the short answer is I don't know. Um, I think every media company, every production is going to take different things that they liked and didn't like from kind of being forced to adapt in this way. And I think moving forward, I think everyone's going to take a little bit of, of what they liked and a little bit of what they didn't like and instill it, you know, um, I, I don't want to be one to kind of project what a company as a whole is going to do, but um, you know, one thing for me that I have found to be incredibly nice is being able to edit from home. You know, I think there's certain times that you're editing a piece that you really want to be next to your editor and, and having a consistent conversation with them. But the, the Zooms and the Google Meets and um, the video services now where you can share a screen and have a second screen where you're looking at the person it's not quite the same, but it's certainly for certain things can make it work. And I think it gives you some flexibility is if your schedule's crazy or you're traveling to multiple games uh, in a row and maybe on the, you have to edit something really quickly. It's, it's a tool that you can use moving forward. Maybe not the norm, but certainly something that people are now all used to and you can access to help you and uh, complement the regular workflows that you had before. Mike, one last question for you before we conclude this episode. What piece of advice or what, what's the biggest piece of advice that you have for those of us who are working at FUV now, some of us who are just breaking into FUV at Fordham, and those incoming freshmen 
who are coming into Fordham and may be interested in working at FUV? I, th I think it's, I think it's three things. I think it's embrace every opportunity that you can get at FUV. Um, whether it's producing a women's basketball game and running the board or being the host of one-on-one -on -one for a week, all of the experiences there are professional, uh, a professional atmosphere that you're not going to get maybe even at an internship level because you're not going to get the opportunity to do those jobs. You can walk in and dip your toe in a bunch of different fields and figure out what you like and what you want to concentrate on. With that too, because of the opportunities that you have at FUV to set up for an internship, intern at a bunch of different places in a bunch of different fields, intern in production, intern in programming, intern in operations. And you might find that you really like maybe not having to do with the creative part of the broadcast, but you might like being one of the people that down the road is selecting the programming that you're putting on the network. Um, maybe you decide that you don't like the television space at all and you want to do more podcasts. You know, there's so many different media jobs out there now that way more than there were when I was applying to jobs out of school that I think being able to have a, a understanding of a bunch of different skill sets and from both FUV and internships are going to be great. And I would say that for everyone that's at FUV, it's never going to hurt to embrace video. Um, you know, I think the younger generations are definitely doing that across the board just from their personal device. But now more than ever, you can be so creative with technology. You know, when I was in school, our smartphones were flip phones, you know? So when you were trying to take video of someone, it was not a broadcast quality, but you could go and shoot something on your iPhone on campus and have it look great. So I think just being creative with the tools that technology have given us to play around and, you know, just kind of do stuff on your own and see what you're capable of is incredibly important because it'll help you gain confidence, but it will also help you gain a knowledge base that'll be incredibly helpful if you want to go in any type of media career moving forward. Couldn't agree more with that. Yes. And on that note, he is an associate producer, associate director at CBS Sports Network. More importantly, he is an FUV sports alum. He is Michael Nastry. Mike, appreciate you taking some time to join us here on Off the Air. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the rest of the the rest of the your careers at Fordham. Great talking with Michael Nastry. Alex, did you hear that Bob Aaron's impression? I mean, everyone has <laughs> their own impression of Bob Aaron's, and it always happens to be spot on. Some great stories from Mike. We're going to have to cut those and compare them when the podcast is all said and done and give, give a little ranking. But no, it was really good to hear a lot of his stories. I got to tell you some really interesting stuff. And just hearing about that willingness, to just throw out an idea to go to a soccer game or to go do water polo, which we're still doing nowadays. And just that type of ingenuity, I think having it all the way back then and sticking with us today. And Bob was obviously a major part of that. So hearing those stories from Mike was really, really interesting. Yeah. And you talk about soccer. I mean, he was one of the first to bring the idea of having soccer on WFUV.org, not even on the radio station. And when you think about it now, Alex, from that to us being able to do it on ESPN Plus. With You're doing it. With, or myself, Alex, you'll be doing <laughs> it soon too. But the fact that we've gotten from that to us being able to work with ESPN Plus and the A10 to do soccer broadcasts, it just goes to show you that 
those like Michael really have left their imprint in their time at FUV. And something that he really stressed too throughout was that importance of video and talking about how kind of production is kind of a changing world. And now obviously radio is still a major part of it, but video is as well. And obviously you talk about ESPN plus and that avenue that we've been able to take soccer into that wouldn't be possible without him pitching the idea in the first place. So really interesting to hear that and really thankful for it. I know you and I can both say that as well. Yeah. And again, those final words from Mike kind of giving advice to those of us at FUV now and, and to those at Fordham who are interested in working with FUV, talking about embracing every opportunity. And, and for Mike, you know, he did on air. He was also on the production side and he never said no to anything, was also a reporter for the Red Bulls, as he mentioned. But again, just being able to embrace every opportunity until you find your own niche. And for Mike, that was going into the production side. And we've seen how successful he's been as an associate producer and, and an associate director for CBS Sports Network. Yeah, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but something that I've gotten a sense of from listening to these episodes is that no matter what field it is, whether it's the production side, whether it's the on-air side, whatever it is, there's those same common themes that you kind of hear, whether it's in terms of taking those opportunities, trying new things, being a good person, just having that respect, you know, working in these environments. I think a lot of those themes are the same, and I think it's been really interesting to learn about those along the journey here on Off the Air. Yeah, and Alex, that will do it for our 20th episode of Off the Air. Many thanks to associate producer, associate director, WFUV sports alum, Michael Nashry for joining Alex and I. And before we sign off, we'd also here at WFUV sports like to send our condolences, Rita Houston, uh, much loved program director and iconic DJ to the generations of listeners here at WFUV passed after a six year battle with cancer. And again, Alex, myself, and the entire sports department just wanna send our condolences our prayers, our good thoughts to Rita's family and friends. RIP to Rita Houston, 1961 to 2020.